0: talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hi, and welcome
1: to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. What would a day of not complaining look like in your life? In the studio today is a team of experts about life and challenges who will help you explore that possibility. Meet Catherine, whose purpose is to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. Claudette, whose mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. Kathleen, her mission is to guide parents who have experienced the loss of a child suddenly, release pain and suffering, and live in peace, presence, and purpose. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. Theodore Roosevelt said, complaining about a problem without proposing a solution Is called whining. Do you want to have things in your life to complain about? Keep complaining. On the other hand, if you want things to be thankful for, start being grateful. That's Whitney. In today's episode, Claudette will lead the discussion about the trap of complaining and how to move out of the vicious cycle complaining creates. Claudette. The mic is yours.
2: Thank you again, Whitney, for that awesome intro to our topic today on the trap of complaining. So think about your friends, everyone you're around, the people you work with, either clients or coworkers or whatever. How many complaints have you heard in your lifetime? I bet you can't count it, right? Like it's so much. And this came to my awareness probably, I've just come off of a two and a half, three week trip to California, attending a retreat and doing a little bit with that retreat with friends and you know going to different truth facilitators in California that are part of the truthmethod.com group. And it was very interesting because we've worked really hard to to not complain. And there's a reason for it. That And it's a trap. But when I go outside of the truth group, I hear a lot of complaining because we just don't know what we don't know until we do know. So this is why the topic is being brought up. So all of us wish to have better I don't think there's anyone of us that go, oh, this sucks. Let's just keep doing this. It's awesome. You know, let's just stay in the suck, right? We're just not going to do that. So we we always have that secret wish, and we're always hoping that it will be better. And what I discovered is uh, I actually am the catalyst for the better. I mean, I used to want my ship to come in until I realized it was an inflatable little mini boat that had a hole in it. You know, it's not going to come in, right? It's up to me to shift my consciousness, my beliefs, who I am and how I show up in the world, because the world is a liquid universe. And every word that I speak, there is a corresponding atom, molecule, proton responding to me. And It's just really important that we begin to understand that when we are complaining, we're actually reinforcing the very thing that we're complaining about. And so when we do that, we're in the shit show and we're not getting out. And so I really want to open up this conversation to my sisters to see what they've done about this. Uh, the awareness that has risen in them and how they handle it and how they moved from, you know, we've all complained to, no, now I'm creating new things. So who wants to go first?
1: I'm going to go first because I have a gold medal in complaining. Just going to say, I have a gold medal in complaining. I don't complain nearly as much as I used to. I am sure there are still moments where there are some complaints and I would characterize it more as venting now than complaining, right? So I need to express what I'm feeling, but in reality, it is complaining. So when I was working for someone else, And I'm sure that if you've been listening to our podcast for any amount of time, you have heard me mention how very unhappy I was, how, in reality, how miserable I was. And I chalked that up to work. But the truth of the matter and I think that here is where our ability or at least my ability to move from being a gold medal award winning complainer to someone who is grateful for the opportunities to have moments that suck in addition to moments that are like ecstatically off the chart, filled with bliss and rainbows and unicorns, is taking ownership, right? Taking responsibility for that place that I found myself in. So I was complaining every day at work to anyone who would listen. Uh, and I complained about other things in my life, but probably more than anything, I complained about work and how bad my bosses were, how much the work sucked. I was in politics, working as a lobbyist, and my members were a problem, my bosses were a problem, my coworkers were a problem. You know, the, the fact that there's no water in California was a problem. And here's the thing. Most of the things that I was complaining about, there wasn't anything I could do about those things. The so one thing I could do something about, which was to leave that situation and go somewhere else, I wasn't doing. And so it really became clear to me. And the impetus was probably a couple of things happened in my life. One was the the death of my son, and just the reminder of how short life is, and spending the time and energy complaining about things wasn't going to solve those things. But I continue, even with that sort of happening, I continue to complain. And so the evolution of that was that I had this consciousness But I didn't have the wherewithal or I hadn't yet developed the wherewithal to actually do anything about it. So I lived with that awareness, which then created this internal conflict about why are you complaining about something when there's like way bigger things happening in life? And I would say that the next stage of that evolution happened when I started coaches training and i had this experience or multiple experiences but one experience in particular with my coach and a conversation we had about me closing my office door and why i was hiding myself you know and so in, in my in my attempt to not complain i decided i was going to shut myself off from the world right which it doesn't work So I could, I didn't live on a deserted island. So there was no real option of shutting myself from the world. But that was what I was attempting to do. And she challenged me to not let other people define how I showed up in the world. Right. And so my showing up in the world as a complainer was not an identity that I wanted. Yet and still I kept complaining. I kept complaining about work. And the next I think major step in that evolution probably would have been when I went to Tony Robbins. And I went to UPW <laughs> and by that point I was, you know, taking the time I was a little more into personal development and paying closer attention to what I was saying and what I was doing. But that event and making walking away from those four days with a date certain about when I was going to remove myself from that work situation gave me, I guess the way I would put it, it was this sense of hope that things really could be different. And out of that sense of hope, the action steps that were necessary to actually move forward. And so I had a husband who was supportive and telling me, if you don't like that job, you just leave the job. And But I felt like I couldn't leave the job. And what was I going to do? He kept saying, "Work for yourself." I was like, "Well, I can't work for myself now. Last time I worked for myself, it didn't go well, and therefore, blah, blah you know, all these excuses." But what I decided was that I was going to take one hundred percent responsibility for my life, for my choices, for the situations that I found myself in. That I was going to be grateful, even in the midst of challenging stuff. And little by little, I would say it became easier to live that way, right? To not complain that in the moment when I felt like I wanted to say something that I would just smile. And internally, it's like, yeah, you don't need just because you feel it, or you think it doesn't mean you have to say it, right? Doesn't mean you have to say it. And the more I stopped expressing it outwardly, the easier it became to not express it inwardly. So not even to myself and to really step in to being grateful for all the blessings that I have in my life. And then it was, your blessings are not for you alone, right? And as I began sharing the lessons that I was learning, the blessings that I was learning, I got to look at all the things that I used to complain about in a more lighthearted and carefree manner, right? And I could actually see the gifts and the nuggets that were in them. And the amount of time that I stayed in that work, some of it because I felt like no one would hire me. And I was trying. I was applying for jobs and was trying to get out of there, no one was hiring me, was because, as Claudette would say, you know, life is happening from me. I needed to be there for the lessons. And then that, I would say, probably was sort of the last piece of the puzzle I needed to be there for those lessons. So the things that I'm complaining, it, will, it will feel like I want to complain about, the moments that I feel like I need to vent, when I think about what are the lessons, the nuggets that I could get from this rather than complaining about it, helps me. And I then I have this other thing that I say, and Kathleen will resonate with this. I go, I'm just here for the popcorn. I'm just here for the popcorn. So I could complain, but what's the point? And I have self-efficacy and I can make some decisions about what I'm doing, where I place myself, the boundaries that I set. And if I'm not going to do those things, then complaining doesn't do any good. And if I am going to do those things... It will take care of the situation, so there's no need to complain. So that's where I am. I'm no longer contending for medals. I did that in another life, and now I'm just, I'm just enjoying what is.
3: I want some popcorn. I want some popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Whitney, you brought up like some of the best things in the. Basically, you're saying quit the ain't it awful club. You know, that's what Jack Canfield usually says is quit the ain't, ain't an awful club, because not only does your complaining affect you, it also affects everyone else around you. And therefore, the environment you put yourself in is also important, because as you start to complain, other people start to complain as they start to complain, you start
1: to or they start shit. to avoid so, you right? Because they don't yeah, want to be exactly. around. It's an energy. It's not just the worst. It's an energy that emanates. And you have to ask the question, do I want to be that person?
3: Right? Do I want to be that person? Yeah, exactly. And that was my next statement was going to be, if you don't like what people are putting out, separate yourself from that, because you get to choose. You don't have to put up with it. Speaking of gold medals, I think we all could be competing against the other one for the gold medal because I have been there. I've complained and complained and complained in the past, and even this morning I'm like, "Where are they? It's time! It's let's go! Let's like I wasn't complaining. I was making a, a stating a fact, you know. And it could be complaining if I. would kept going on that it could have been you were venting
4: kathleen you were venting yeah. right <laughs> don't you but, love how we like <laughs> validate the complaining with the word venting <laughs> what i love about this subject though is that
3: bringing it up is not complaining if we're willing to address the, the issue at hand and actually having a conversation out of love and saying listen this is where i am this is what i'm feeling where are you guys at Instead of saying, it's all your fault, stop doing this and start blaming, you know, complaining. It doesn't do any good. And like you, Whitney, when Logan departed this earthly beingness, I quickly realized the shit I was complaining really meant nothing. It had zero meaning whatsoever. When you lose a child, life changes forever on that dime. All the shit that mattered before no longer matters. So all the stuff that you're complaining about, just stop and think about all the stuff you're complaining about. Does it really matter? Because in the long run, it really doesn't matter. Most of it doesn't matter. And if it does matter, then you get to choose what you want in your life. And I choose to be like, okay, instead of complaining, let's address it. If I need some help in moving through it, I'll call a soul sister and say, I know this is going to sound like a bitch session and let me just let it out and then help me work through it. But I need to let it out of my body because I cannot leave it in my body because it's only going to build and build and build and build. And eventually it's going to become that straw that breaks the camel's back and watch out whoever's going to receive it (laughs) because that's what happens. You end up lashing out at people. If you stop yourself from feeling through what you need to feel through. So I love this. this. is a great reminder of the stuff that we may complain about. Complaining about the weather. What good does that do? Because everything about the weather matters. When it's raining, it's feeding the soil. When it's sunshining, it's feeding your soul. It's helping flowers bloom. You know, if it's cold, it goes into winter and it starts to, replenish itself there's a reason for everything and so just be in the gratitude that you get to be here and experience it versus complaining about all that is and if you got people in your life that complain you get to choose you do not have to be around them
2: wow ladies (laughs) i'm like mic drop so yeah like developing the will to change that was something that whitney mentioned right Developing like we have to move towards that changing. And the complaining seems to remind me of a hamster wheel. I was at a friend's house and you know, I was visiting, and this is a true story, it just happened three weeks ago. I'm visiting and I hear like she has three sons and she's married, and I hear E-e-e-e-e-e-e-e. And I'm like, I put earplugs in. I'm like, I don't want to know what's happening. I don't care. I wake up the next morning. And I'm like, oh my God. Right? So I go take a shower. I'm the first up because I didn't want to interrupt anyone. I come out of the shower. Right? And, And then she opens the door and I went, oh my God, what is that noise? Because I realized it wasn't her. Okay. And she goes, Oh, I, I need to show you. And she opens the door and there's this hamster running like, real fat, like be me. And the wheel goes, you know, and she said, it never stops. And that reminds me of when we're in the cycle of complaining, right? And she goes, we're scared to put WD-40 on the wheel because then it'll go faster and the hamster might have a heart attack, like it would go way too fast. But she said the hamster goes all night and is three years old and still going, right? All night long, just on this wheel. Good for that hamster. But listen, just because we're complaining doesn't mean we need to stay there, right? And we don't need to make it our address like the hamster has right? So Catherine, (laughs) what do you have to say? Oh my gosh. I love you ladies. The notes, the
4: pages of notes are flying on this. I will say that the trap of complaining is that complaining just makes it bigger. Whatever you're complaining about, that's the trap of complaining. It just makes the problems bigger. And it's so fascinating as I think about this is like, people don't want to hear it, right? Because like we already chatted about, actually complaining is an energy. And it is, I would say, a really, one of the top most powerful energies in our worlds because of the manifestation and ripple and impact that it has on so many lives, Right. Because it's an energy. It's a language. Language is energy. Complaining is language. And it ripples out beyond us and lands on people and makes the problem even bigger or people just don't want anything to do with us. So it's like the very thing that we're venting about. I'm doing quote marks for people, our listeners, that we're venting about, a.k.a. complaining about just a nice way to say it makes it even bigger. The thing we're complaining about that we don't want, it makes it even bigger in our worlds. And then we're pushing it out in other people's worlds. And those people just run. I remember one time, I was talking to my neighbors and we're good friends and they love me and I love them. We all have dogs and I have like, I live in like townhouse, like row house and the dogs just like bark at each other through the dang walls. And one day we all were hanging in the courtyard just briefly like coming in from groceries and things. And I started like with the dogs came up and I started dropping some F-bombs about how they're always barking, blah, 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 blah. Like my little nugget. Like I was definitely, I was like my little nugget. But like, I realized everybody kind of walked away after that. (laughs) And I'm like, so, you know, I started kind of reflecting on it. Like I remember and just thinking, I think I was complaining too much. And it like just like, like it caused people to just like not want to be in the conversation with me anymore. And I know they love me and dear friends, but it was a powerful energy because also we can take out. Our complaints. Like I'm complaining about dogs, but I think I was really complaining about everything I was stressed out about in that moment. And it really probably wasn't the effing dogs. And yet, but it's a powerful energy. And I know I'm a powerful person. I put out a lot of energetic transference personally, like we all have that power to do. And so it's just fascinating how this power, this energy of it, all and I get caught up in this interesting space around wanting to talk about like the truth of how I'm feeling also not wanting to say it because I am a powerful manifester and I believe that what we put out there gets manifested in very powerful ways. Again, why complaining the energy around it continues to grow it bigger and bigger, right? So it's like I get caught sometimes like talking about my truth of like, yeah, I'm doing amazing. And like, really like feeling challenged or stressed inside, right? Versus, you know, speaking up. And so for me, it comes down to truth, right? And then it's also like how we deliver it and in, in our spin. And I think Whitney, I believe it was Whitney, it shared like, like bringing gratitude even more into the situation. I've also have am learning to train myself. I am perfectly imperfect in this, but to take a step back from frustration and turn it into like fascination, particularly if you have employees, because I went from like zero to 40 really quick. And they don't want to hear about complaining. They want you to lead. They want feedback. They want guidance. It is not complaining. It is powerful because I could get in that trap of like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Right? And it's like, Step back, fascination. What can I do to add value to bring more clarity, more guidance, more support to the situation rather than going into complaining mode about this, this, and this being wrong? So these are all like opportunities to grow. And I'm not perfect. Sometimes I go, go on a a complaining rant and I own that it turns people off because it's powerful and it's energetic. And I've been on the other end of it where. I have a group of people complaining about something. There's powerful energy around it. It's extremely negative, extremely draining. And guess what? All of them complaining had zero solutions. Zero solutions. So there's also around complaining. It's like okay, it's legit. It's a legit thing that I'm I'm like upset about or whatever. Let's dig in. And then it's like, are we staying in complaint mode? Right, the hamster wheel. Or are we working to solutions and owning that shit, right? And where does it begin? Ultimately, it begins with ourselves. I'll end on this. I remember, and I love how Tony Robbins, we often chat about his teachings here. And he taught about a concept at one of his events called effective blaming, right? If you're going to blame people for the bad, you better blame them for the good too, because there is both there's always gratitude in it right and this is a journey of us evolving in our highest highest powers right and so complaining being one of a very powerful energy is one that we must be present to where we're at are we complaining like or are we just sort of speaking truth how is that coming out how is that energy impacting others and ourselves so present to that, the awareness around it, perfectly imperfect. It's a journey and I am here for it.
1: You know, as you were talking, it reminded me, and we say this about a number of things. It's feedback, right? Initially, it's feedback. If and and I love Kathleen's approach, right? I'm going to talk to someone, call a girlfriend, whomever, give me a moment to express. Like you said, Catherine, right, what I'm feeling. But when it goes from you've gotten it out, then you repeat it, you repeat it again, it shifts from this is what I'm feeling or that it's an opportunity to look at the information as feedback and then ask the question, what am I going to do about it? get curious about it. I love your, the way you put it, Catherine, from, you said from frustration to fascination, right? Let me, I'm going to get fascinated about this. What is in this that I can find some solutions for rather than sort of wallowing in it? And I think that's what turns it into a trap, right? When we start to wallow in it and reinforce what it is because then it starts to become a part of who we are it becomes a part of our physicality and that's what was happening for me in back in that time frame which was i wasn't looking for solutions my husband was offering solutions and I was like yeah no not gonna not gonna do that not gonna do that but the answer was exactly what he said if you trying to leave wasn't resulting in people hiring you, then create your own thing, right? And I took ownership of that and took the feedback that I was getting and found a solution. So absolutely, we have to take the time, have a moment, voice it, vent it with someone that you trust that isn't going to wallow in the misery with you, but someone who will challenge you to to look for find solutions to create a path forward that person you can share with but if you just share and then share and share right now you're complaining and every time you tell it over again you relive it you reinforce it it's you're not getting what you need out of it so unless your your goal is a gold medal Stop it. Just stop
2: it. Oh, my gosh. Ladies, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to wrap this up by saying, and all of you said this in one form or another. I'm just sitting over here taking notes. We either move into complaining, but everybody mentioned that it needs to be vented, right? Or you need to get that energy out. But get the energy out in a way that you can face the lion on your path and transmute it into a kitten. Then you can pet it and move forward. Surround yourself with a tribe of people that seek and find solutions versus basking in the complaints and misery, right? And so that's who I choose to be around. And other people I have empathy for. And I understand where they are and I see them rising out of that misery, right? But if you're going to be in my circle and part of my group, we're going to be solution makers, like problem solvers, fixers in the sense of we can tap into higher intelligence. We can get that solution. We can test. We can try and. You know, it may work at first, it may not, but instead of just staying in the energy of the complaint, because it's a trap and it will keep you right where the complaint is. It's time to move on. Whitney?
1: Right. You don't want to be in a trap. Don't step in it. (laughs) That's what I want to say. If you don't want to be in the trap, don't step in. I love this word picture that you had, transmute the lion into a kitten, then pet it it's all energy and as so many things you get to decide where you put your focus and the energy that you both take in and multiply and put out. So with that, we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of beyond your best plan. Claudette, I know you've got... I I know. I'm just looking at you. I know you've got something interesting happening in your world. Why don't you tell us about it and how our audience can get in touch with you?
2: Perfect. You can go to ClaudetteAnderson.com or TruthMethod.com and look at upcoming events. We have a lot of things going on. We're planning a conference. We have a healing program happening. You can always go there and look at it and get more detailed information We're just moving, but we're moving out of complaints into freedom, right? And so just visit the websites, figure out if it resonates with you. If it does, connect with us, and we'll be happy to see you.
1: That's right. Move out of complaints and into freedom. Do that. And while you're at it, move to our Instagram page, and you can move to our Facebook group and our Facebook page. And let us know how you are moving out of complaining. Or are you a gold medalist? Tell us a little bit about your stories there. Also, we invite you to share this episode gently and in love with someone that you know could use it. So until next time, again, thank you and take care.
0: The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.